Hello everyone and welcome back to your favorite conspiracy theorist. And here we've got something that I just want to put out there. Okay, so I noticed that a lot of people were out there and they're going, you know, how could God allow this to happen? I thought that Trump was going to be the winner. And one thing that I want to point out is that I was looking at the times that we're in. And you know what? It kind of feels like we're seeing... Like the prophecy of Joseph. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, Joseph was in prison. It was a conspiracy about him. His brothers didn't like him. They sold him into slavery. And eventually, Joseph moved up in the ranks in Egypt from being a slave to being a very prominent figurehead in Egypt. And one thing he was able to do is he was able to interpret dreams. That's right, he was able to interpret dreams. So as you are having him in these times of needs interpreting dreams, the Pharaoh had this dream about the cows being fat and healthy and looking good and that the nation itself was prosperous. And not only was it prosperous, that it was just overabundance with all the greatness and that it was making Egypt great again. And with this time, as you had, all of a sudden, he has the dream that goes to four cows that are not. They're very sickly. They're very skinny. They're very deprived. They're very much not what you would expect after having this great opportunity to make Egypt great again. You had this event of greatness and the nation was prosperous from that greatness. It didn't make sense that all of a sudden you were going to have four horrible years. And we're looking at almost like seven years total. Like three and a half good, three and a half bad. And so I couldn't help but look at it. And all of a sudden, the big, <laughs> the biggest thing on Twitter as of yesterday was people tweeting that they regret voting for Biden. Regret voting, voting for Biden. And all of a sudden, with this, that they're sitting there and they're upset. But here's the thing. One thing about Scripture, and this is why Christians and churches and the hierarchy of the, the, the establishment, what they do is they give you this false hope. They make you sit there and make you go, okay, um, you're not going to have to go through the bad times. It's, you know, you're always going to be good whenever the crap hits the fan. Guess what? You're going to be zipped out of here before all the evil happens. Nowhere in the scriptures or the ancient texts do you ever see any of this being the case. This is all man-made propaganda orchestrated into making us sit there and believe that we're going to be good enough or because we are believers in Jesus Christ that we're going to be exempt from the, the tyranny and the heartache and the pain and the suffering. But yet the Bible is full of where the enemy brings pain and suffering where God allows man to go in his own direction to a debased mind in which catastrophic events take place and happen. Nowhere in the scriptures 
does it show that before you go to the promised land, automatically you're going to exempt going through the trials and the tribulations. You have to go through the trials and tribulations. That's why it says through the valley of the shadow of death. Automatically, you've got to understand, looking at the scriptures, God says, I will test you by the fire. I will burn out the impurities out of you. And when you see this, all of a sudden, you start to understand that we had the four good, great years as we've seen. And now we're going through, as it was in Egypt, we're now going through the drought. We're going through the plagues. We're going to have to deal with the locust. We're going to have to deal with the destruction. We're going to have to deal with the fall of the nation where other nations will feel the path and feel the wrath and feel the, the pain. See, the interesting thing is when you're looking at Joseph and his coats of many colors, you sit there and you see that Joseph was trying to make them have storehouses. He said, you need to be prepared. You need to prep. You need to be ready to go through the bad years because they're coming. You're not going to be able to move past them. You're not going to be able to ignore them. You're not going to be able to, uh, you know, make it on your own. And it's interesting. It's interesting that when you're going through the hardships is when you realize how much you need God in your life. And so as we're sitting here looking at these events taking place, oh, it's just about to begin, my people. It is about to begin. And the rest of the world will will um, have to go through it too. I mean, the one thing in the, in the prophecy of Joseph when you sat there, the other nations came to the great Egypt and looked for a handout. Let's just be honest about it. When you have Joseph's brothers showing up at Egypt, they are foreigners. They're not Egyptians. But I know that Egypt was made great again. And it prosperous. And it was huge. And knew that it had storehouses. And that they were prepared to go through the hardships. So the foreigners come out of the woodworks during the hard times wanting to for the ones that were preparing for the hard times to give them a handout now joseph he does he helps out his brothers but he puts them through the test he puts them through the fire he puts them through the ringer but you have to also understand as these events were taking place and all other nations were looking at how great Egypt was and now they're the ones that's got the storehouses. They're, they came out of the woodworks looking for Egypt to help them. And the thing was is that what I fear is that we didn't look at these four years. We assumed that we were going to get four more. We assumed that we were going to be able to 
get zapped out of here before the shit hits the fan, so to speak. Because we've been engineered to think that way. We've been engineered to believe that we're not going to have to go through the hard times, that we're Christians and Jesus has come back before uh, the tribulation begins. But nowhere, even Jesus in his own words in the 24th chapter of the book of Matthew tells you that you're going to go through the tribulation, period. It says so. It talks about if it wasn't shortened, that no flesh should be saved. And now, now we're looking at being told that we're going to have the vaccine. If you took a look and listened to what the rhetoric is coming out of the mouths of the vice president, she clearly tells us when it is your turn to take the vaccine. When it is your turn to take the vaccine, you will be made to take the vaccine. It's not a choice where you can say, pass. No. You're going to be given an executive order, which will be signed in, I believe, today. Um, that will be mandatory that every American citizen, if they want to travel or do anything, will have to take the vaccine. And you've got the big four pharmacia companies that's been chomping at the bit for someone to make an executive order because they were actually pushing for this to happen during the Trump administration to get this to happen. But see, here's the thing to give you that false hope was that he is to make you sit there and say, see, he was a good president. He wasn't going to make us take the vaccine. That is so that you will miss and they, that you'll miss uh, someone that you think is on your side. And then when they come back into power, you'll recognize that they, too, are controlled by the beast system. And that there is no savior coming in, in the flesh of a man. No, there's an antichrist coming and there is an event that's getting ready to take place. And what we're going to see is that you've got pharmacia, the four big branches of pharmacia, chomping at the bit to get this executive order. And what I found interesting today was I was actually going through some TikTok videos just going through and listening to, you know, both sides. And I came across this one that says, hey, you know, it's conspiracy theory time. Look, it's a conspiracy theory time. And I was like, oh, that's got my name all over it, so I'm going to have to listen to this. So I listened to it, and she's talking about the big four pharmacia and looking for the executive order. And she brings up this scripture, which I thought was rather interesting in how she was using this scripture and bringing this into this and I went back to go through the text and look through the ancient text and all it is is four angels which it says is four messengers which is are uh, in the ninth chapter of the 15th verse and it says so the four angels who have been prepared for the hour the day the month and the year were released to kill a third of mankind now the one the thing that i was interested in is when i was looking i was like was well, this actual angels and it can be but it's also known as being messengers and i found it interesting when you take a look at the big four pharmacia they have literally been waiting for the hour the day the month and that year 
so that they can release the vaccine onto the world or just in the United States in itself or around the world. And if the vaccine is doing what a lot of people are speculating that it is and there is uh, is hushed tones of the individuals that's taken it that have literally died from taking this vaccine. And if that is the case, then if you have this vaccine going out this year as a mandatory thing that's going to be implemented by the World Health Association, yes, your Dr. Who, that they sit there on BBC and tell you right there time and time again, that this event's going to take place. It's going to happen. And if this vaccine does actually kill people, then you are literally looking at one-third of mankind that could possibly die from this vaccine. And I thought it was very interesting that when you look at the statistics, they're very, very, they're not out there for the public to see. They're very hush-hush. And when you're looking at, well, what happened to the nurse that took it and passed out? We've never seen or heard anything else about her, have we? It's interesting how all of a sudden the flu uh, virus has plateaued. It has an increase, decrease. There's nothing happened with the flu virus. Uh, cancer has gone down in uh, deaths, and so has heart disease gone down in deaths. In the past 30 years, neither one of those have ever gone down. But all of a sudden, COVID shows up, and for the first time, for the first time, heart disease and cancer are no longer in the top first two spots. And yet we still know people are getting cancer. We know people's got heart disease. We know there's not been this miraculous cure that has come to cure people of all their cancer. Even there is one, which is something that we could talk about in other podcasts. And I could love to have a special guest of a wonderful person that I care for and love that's very smart and intelligent in this, dealing with the pharmacia, but also dealing with how you can find certain uh, remedies and foods that's already in existence that can combat these things because I'm a cancer survivor. She is a cancer survivor. We're both two-time cancer survivors. So when you have this take place and happen, you recognize that when you follow the diuretics of what, is meant for us to eat and what we're supposed to put in our bodies you're amazed at how your body will respond to that because our body is a machine that is not meant to die it constantly regenerates itself time and time again but it's if you put a slap in there you're going to just bog it all up and that's what happens with the mucus and everything else but we can get that into another podcast on another time but when you're taking a look at this and if this vaccine is killing people is killing people, then you are having, that would be horrific. That would fit right into the Joseph prophecies too, where you're, you're dealing with heartache and people are dying. And if you're looking at, at two, at one third of the population of the earth dying off because of a vaccine, let that sink in for a second. What would be the next thing they do? Well, all of a sudden... You'll have your next great hope come in and you'll be ready to run for 2024. And then everybody, whether they're Democrat or Republican, they'll all vote for him. And because they'll be sitting there going, absolutely, we should have never let this other idiot in office. We regret our decisions. Please come save us. Please help us. Please be with us. Please guide us. Please lead us. Please 
cherish us. Please bring us back into being great again. And, and both sides will eat it up without recognizing that they've been manipulated to think this way from the very get-go. Times are changing and things are happening. And I'm here to tell you, if you're not paying attention to your surroundings, you really won't know what's lying around that corner. And if they're going to make, trying to mandatory us taking this vaccine, and it does the, the, the one thing I pray that it doesn't do, but it, if it does, you Christians out there need to recognize that you're not going to get out of tribulation. You're going to have to go through it. It says it overpowers the saints. But who's the saints? If we're not here, the Christians aren't here, who are the saints? The people of the world, really? They've, they've done so well at keeping up with doing what the Bible says, right? So it is happening. There are patterns and things that are taking place that is alarming uh, in the least. And I think that if we are not all paying, looking and at least questioning our surroundings and questioning this narrative, questioning why this is happening, questioning everything, then you'll be the sheeple. And you, by being the sheeple, you'll walk right into the trap and never know that you were going in to be slaughtered. You thought you were going to get a haircut, get your, because the humans that's taking care of you have always took you in the same place and they've always cut off all your fur, your wool, so that you could, you know, be free again. And then all of a sudden, when you have got past your youth, your usefulness to them, Take you to the same place, and that's the same place that you're thinking you're getting ready to be given a nice haircut and be treated kindly and loved, and the next thing you know, you're being led to the slaughter. As always, pay attention to your uh, surroundings, and if you don't believe in the Bible, I challenge you to read it for yourself. Read it. Don't listen to someone else. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to somebody in a pulpit. Don't listen to anybody. Read it for yourself. Pray on it. Ask God, Yohivahe to open your eyes to truth. And I guarantee you, when you start recognizing you're a conspiracy theorist, you'll start recognizing that book that was given to us thousands of years ago, you'll sit there going, oh my word, the biggest conspiracy theorist is God himself. And he's telling us what the conspiracy is against us. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all take care. Have a good one.